if you're sitting here and you've got this side hustle and you're thinking, man, I really want to take this business full time. I'm just really struggling to see it. And I don't really know if I'm doing the right thing. I don't know if the services that I'm offering are, are right or if they're enough or anything else. I ask you to take a moment of pause to reflect, to start listening to those little voices and those little opportunities that are coming up. There was no coincidence that when I applied for that minimum wage job that the woman sitting across from me said, oh, I was project manager too. That's not a coincidence. She was there to tell me something. Trust that those opportunities are going to start showing up as long as you are open to seeing them and believing them and standing in the energy that you can. Welcome to A Whole Lot of Shift Podcast, the podcast for multi-passionate women with an entrepreneurial spirit where we provide inspiration, motivation, and education to help you shift away from all the shoulds and supposed tos to what's truly possible for you in your business and your life, all on your own terms. You ready, girl? Let's make shift happen. Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Whole Lot of Shift. I am so excited that you are here. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Today marks something pretty significant. Actually, this last week marks a one-year anniversary of some very significant events that happened in my life that I wanted to share some details with because these events completely changed the trajectory of my business, of my life completely changed my views on what I believed, what I trusted for myself, what I believed about my capabilities, about my own energy and the universe, and fully tapping into what it is and the kind of energy that I'm putting out and what I'm receiving back. And so I wanted to share a little bit about that story with you because I think this is really going to have an impact for a lot of you. And it's something that um, I'm going to be sharing a little bit more about when it comes to energy and how all that works, because we're going to have a guest coming up on the podcast that is going to go a little bit deeper into that mindfulness and some energy healing and, and those experiences. But this these events at this time, one year ago, were pretty significant for me and it really changed some things. So I wanted to share that with you today. And today I'm really going to be talking about trusting in self, trusting in the universe, tapping into really knowing what you want and understanding that that energy that you're putting out, what you're going to get back and how to move forward and beyond and grow from something that could be seen as a bit of a traumatic event, if you will. So I'll take you back just a little bit to March-ish 2022. Actually, it would have been March 2022. I was sitting in a doctor's office of an ENT, and this was a... <laughs> 
This was an appointment that I had really been asking for for a very long time. I had had some health issues that have been bothering me for 15, 20 years. But over the course of the last couple of years, they had really gotten worse. And I really felt like my symptoms were more or less being ignored. And or I was just hearing from my doctor that, oh, this is just something very common in women of your age. Almost like I should just accept that this is how my life should be. And I'll share some of that at another episode another day because I do think it's important to really understand when you feel like something is off with your body and learning how to advocate for yourself and trusting and knowing that the answers you're receiving are just not okay. But that's going to be another episode for another day. Today's episode takes us back to when I finally got that appointment I was looking for. And I was sitting in the office of the ENT and I was sitting in the waiting room. And it was very quiet. There weren't a lot of patients there. And as I was sitting there, I suddenly had this overwhelming feeling that I needed to completely cancel everything. Like I needed to just break up all these things that were in my life. Everything from some programs that I was in, some subscriptions I I had for various services, a little bit of a situationship that I knew needed some conversation, like everything. I mean, the list just goes on and on. It was all areas of my life. It was financial. It was um, education, career, like just so many things. I had this overwhelming urge, like this voice was telling me, You need to cancel everything right now. Shit's about to change. And I remember sitting in this doctor's office and I'm in the waiting room and I'm waiting for them to call my name, to call me back. And this feeling is so powerful and so strong. Immediately on my phone, I grab my phone, I pull it out and I am just, I'm messaging people. I'm going onto websites. I'm canceling subscriptions. I'm canceling programs canceling memberships. I'm messaging people in my life. Hey, we need to talk. What are you doing next week? And the feeling was so significant. It was like I couldn't not take immediate action. And so I finished that appointment, finished that day. Some, I guess, drama ensued from some of those conversations which turned out to be good. I learned a lot of lessons in the process. I found out that some things that I understood to be memberships, others did not consider to be memberships and considered to be contracts, even though there wasn't a contract. But I also learned a little bit more about some of those business relationships and what I would enroll in in the future or not enroll in in the future and how I was gonna wanna treat my clients in my own business. So a couple of weeks go by and I'm still like ironing out all these things that I have now set out to basically cancel or break up with. And I was working, I was working in a job. This was a job I had only had for about six months. And this job was something that I had really been working towards and manifesting for quite some time. I had been in project management for a while. I knew that there were other opportunities in project management that paid significantly better than what 
I was getting paid in the with the company that I had been with for 13 years. And um, and I just knew that there was a lot more opportunities out there for me, not just financial, but learning opportunities and growth. And so I had really worked hard in 2021 and I had finally got that job where I felt like, damn, I think I just made it. Like, like I finally made it. This was like the high corporate six-figure job that I never thought I just this single mom in Kansas would ever be able to get, right? So it's almost like that idea of success. This is like another should, another checkbox that I'm checking off. So I'm at work one day. It was like a typical Tuesday morning and I had my one-on-one with my boss. And so I in this organization, it was a very, very, very meeting heavy organization. And I oftentimes would go from video call to video call. I worked remote, but so I was on, I was in meetings all day long, back to back. It honestly was exhausting. And also as a project manager, um, that, that really wasn't the typical, mm, the typical course, I guess, that, that I had experienced as a project manager to that date. So it was very unusual. But so I show up to the one-on-one with my boss. And when I log into the meeting, I see a different name appear. I'm like, well, this is interesting. But again, I'm going from back-to-back meetings. My next thought is, oh, no, I think I clicked the wrong link. So I'm on mute. And I, you know, I just go ahead and I say hi. And the other person says hi. And I start checking my calendar and checking the link because I'm thinking, oh, no, did I just log into the wrong meeting at the wrong time? This should be my one on one with my boss. And suddenly my boss appears. And normally in our one on one, once we both log in remote, we would both turn on our cameras so that even though we didn't necessarily show up to all meetings on camera in our one on ones, we did because it just made it more personable. And we had an amazing relationship with my boss at that time. And so anyways, I, my boss shows up and she doesn't get on camera. And I'm like, well, this is unusual. And I said, I apologize. I might be in the wrong link or at the wrong time slot. Because I was like, what did, did I really just mess something royally up? And my boss says, no, you're in the right meeting. This is, and I, apologize, I don't even remember the person's name. This is such and such from HR. And unfortunately, I have some difficult news to share. And that difficult news was that I was being laid off. And that person from HR would then continue to go on like a 10 minute spiel about all of the opportunities that I would have as somebody who was getting laid off, you know, all the severance packages and the way that benefits worked and all these things. And she really rambled on for quite a long time. And then we, she asked if I had any questions. And I said, well, you shared a lot of information and that sounds wonderful. I've been here for six months. And so far what you've shared, I didn't hear that my tenure would qualify for any of those things. And the HR representative said, oh, you're right. If you've been here for six months, you don't. So unfortunately, that sucked, right? And 
as as the call the call continued, you know, she she let me know, hey, go to this website. You're going to be returning all of your equipment. I mean, just, you know, regular information. And then she says, at the conclusion of this call, you can feel free to log off for the day. And this was at like 930 in the morning. And we all hung up. The conclusion of the call, immediately my laptop said it could not connect to any Wi-Fi. I could not access any files. I couldn't do anything. They had already locked me out immediately at the end of the call. And I was sitting at my desk and like tears are streaming down my face, but I'm not like, I'm not crying, like sobbing. There's just tears. Like I'm not even really sure what to think. And I got up and I went to go pour myself another cup of coffee And as I was standing at that, at the coffee maker, I remember just standing there and tears are streaming down my face. And I'm sitting there thinking, what in the hell am I going to do? And it was just this overwhelming feeling immediately. My shoulders relaxed, my body relaxed. And I was like, I feel amazing. Like this is the biggest weight off my shoulders that I have had in the longest time. I am so at peace with whatever this is. I'm scared to death. I don't know where the next dollar is going to come from, but also I feel amazing. It was the most interesting feeling to have this duality, right? To hold this duality of both absolute fear and sadness. I mean, it's it's honestly kind of traumatic to show up to a meeting where you think you're going to have a conversation, the same kind of conversation you have each and every week with an individual, only to find out that you're being told by somebody you've never met, who won't get on camera to talk to you face to face, that you're out of a job, right? And again, we live in a society where we link our value and our worth and so our identity, honestly, to our work, right? To the jobs that we hold. Your title says something about you. There's just a lot of things wrapped up into that. And so I was sitting there as I'm pouring this cup of coffee and I'm feeling this incredible feeling of relief. And I had mess, I had already been messaging text messaging several friends. And even if as I was doing that, it was interesting that when I was messaging them, all I would say was, I just lost my job. And what I realized was I wasn't saying I just lost my job. And so if you happen to know of any openings, please let me know. No, like there was nothing after that. This was, I just lost my job. Like I was still in this state of shock, but also I didn't in any way feel a need to be like, holy crap, I have to find another job tomorrow. That feeling was completely gone. And as the day progressed, a little while later over the lunch hour, I had a pre-scheduled, oh, like a coaching membership call that I was on. And I got onto that call and I was like, so this thing just happened. And I said, and all of this is unfolding at once, right? Like my brain hasn't quite caught up to all the emotions and all the things. And I said, the interesting thing 
is that just a couple weeks ago, I was at a doctor's appointment and I had this overwhelmingly strong sensation come over me that told me to cancel everything, that something big was about to change. And I did. I immediately, sitting in the doctor's waiting room, started canceling things. And I said, it's like, I knew, like I had felt this energy, right? That little voice that's always trying to tell us things that we don't always want to listen to. And I had decided on this day, in particular, for whatever reason, even though if you think about it, we get these thoughts or feelings all of the time. And oftentimes the logic in us, our brains tell us, oh, wait, oh, you're being silly. Oh, that's just a thought. Why would you need to cancel? What is it that's going to happen? You know, maybe it's just a just a thought and you don't necessarily lean into it. And even though you're sitting there and you have that feeling like in the pit of your stomach that's like, no, this is this is more than just a thought. This is very real. And yet we still tend to not act on it. Like we don't want to trust our gut. We don't want to trust ourselves or trust that the universe is trying to tell us something. And so as I was on this coaching call, I said, it's like I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. And I've already prepared for this. And it's like, I know exactly what I need to do. And so from that point on, really leaning into the fact that I needed to just trust myself and trust that the universe works for me and not against me started completely changing the trajectory of everything that I did, right? Now, don't get me wrong. Fear was still there, okay? I still had those thoughts all the time of, oh my gosh, now I, I need to find a job, blah, blah, blah. What am I going to do? So the fear was still there, but the feeling that I didn't need to immediately act was also there. You know, I could have called up my employer that I had had just six months ago where I had a very good relationship and asked for my old job back. It was still open. Actually, they had a couple openings open available and they had several other positions open, positions that I in the past, as I had been promoted up through the organization, they still had some open positions that I qualified for and have done in the past. And I very easily could have made some phone calls and, and looked at that and I said, no, that's not my path. I was already there and I know that. And my gut says, whatever you do, you're not going back. You're not going back. So I want to kind of dig into that just a little bit more. So after that, here's a funny thing. For a brief time, I actually introduced myself as a breakup coach. And here's what's super funny about that. I, I'm not always the best at initially setting strong boundaries with myself or in relationships or work. However, once I decide that, okay, I need to set some boundaries for myself, I can see that this isn't working for me. I am really, really good at it. That comes very naturally for me and very easy for me to say, here are the boundaries that I'm deciding to set 
Here's where the line is drawn. And the interesting thing is, I don't even necessarily have to sit down with somebody and say, hey, I'm setting these boundaries with you. Here's what they are. It's almost like an unnecessary conversation. People seem to know where I start drawing the lines and setting those boundaries based on my energy, based on what I start providing. When that shifts, there's really no question. There, there was a boundary that was just set. And so for a little while, I kind of leaned into that also and saying, gosh, I don't know where this is taking me. I know that I'm helping women with their side hustle. And I know that part of that requires that they trust in themselves and they set boundaries for themselves and they kind of break up with all the shit that's no longer serving them, like these superficial check boxes in life that we all think we're supposed to follow. And how can I, how can I start sharing that? How can I start empowering women to listen to their intuition and listen to their gut and break up with all that other shit, right? So I kind of played around with that. And so it was pretty funny. The problem was introducing yourself as a breakup coach. Guess what most people thought? Oh, you're some sort of relationship coach, which was really laughable to me because at that point in time, if you would ask me if I was very good at relationships, my answer would have been no, not at all. You do not want me giving you relationship advice. But here's the thing. As I was going through this process and as I was starting to trust in the fact that all these things were happening for me, right? That day in the doctor's office and that overwhelming feeling that I needed to cancel a bunch of things. That was happening for me. I was creating space that I was going to need. That job that let me go, it wasn't the right fit at all. Honestly, I don't even have a lot to say about the six months that I was there. If you asked me what I learned, I really can't even tell you. The six months that I was there were not that great. It wasn't a good fit. Things were truly working out for me. So in this process, in learning how, how can I do that? How can I lean more into that intuition and that self-trust? One of the things that you got to think about is recognizing your strengths and your weaknesses and, and acknowledging those. So, as I said, I knew I was really, really good at setting boundaries. And I thought, okay, how can this help other people, right? I know that I'm good at this. I kind of played around with being a breakup coach. Knowing that I could trust my own strengths and weaknesses allowed me to just continue on, even though. Look, I knew that wasn't really what I was doing and, you know, the specific niche I was working with. But I was like, why? What if I just try it on? What if I just kind of go with it? Right. I do know what my strengths and my weaknesses are. And being self-aware and acknowledging them is part of that self-trust process. Other piece to that is keeping promises to yourself. So when we think about this and you want to think about an example I gave earlier, I knew I wasn't going back. I had already spent 13 years at a company 
And over and over and over again, I felt undervalued. I had gone through several restructures with the organization. I really didn't feel that it was helping me grow in all the ways that I knew that I could and wanted to. I needed to keep that promise. When I left, I said, I'm never going back. Now that I have seen the opportunities that are available to me, now that I have seen that I can get a job with double the pay and the benefits and the recognition and whatever else and the growth opportunities, promise to yourself, you're not going back. You've established a new self-worth, a new value. Keep that promise to yourself. Same with setting those boundaries. That's really just another step in trusting yourself. I know that I'm good at setting those boundaries, but keeping those boundaries and keeping that promise to yourself, that's the other piece of being able to have trust in yourself. The last thing, the last tip is learn from your mistakes. Look, obviously, I'm not a breakup coach, right? But you know what? I had to try it, right? And it wasn't until I tried it and everybody's like, oh, you're a a relationship coach. And I thought, hmm, nope, that doesn't quite fit, does it? But I wasn't going to know until I tried it. I had to put it out there. I learned this isn't it. And I moved on. Trusting in yourself is so is about making those decisions and trusting that it's going to be okay if the decision doesn't work out. And the more decisions that you make, the better you get at making them. Because the more you start to understand what it feels like intuitively when you're making a decision that's in alignment with yourself and when you're not. So just learn from those mistakes. In that process, it completely changed my whole view on where I wanted to go. I saw it as instead of a loss, an absolute opportunity. An opportunity to really step into the things that I wanted and going for it. And knowing that clearly the universe is trying to tell me something and it's literally setting things up for me to be able to do that, right? That overwhelming feeling while I was sitting in that waiting room at the doctor's office, that didn't just haphazardly happen by accident. Oh, that's just a woo-woo thing, right? No, like I had to trust in the universe. The universe was creating these opportunities for me. I had to trust and believe in that. So how can you develop trust in the universe as well? When you're experiencing something, a significant life event or something traumatic, here's a couple tips. I would say practice gratitude. Be grateful for all of the experiences. When I say that I had that feeling to cancel things and break up with things that day, not only was I grateful that the universe provided me that type of intuition ahead of time and allowed me to create space before I lost my job, but also during that process, I gotta really look inside of some things and see, whoa, I was doing things and I had other businesses and relationships and expenses and all sorts of things in my life that 
really weren't in alignment with me or where I was going or what I wanted to do. And I'm so grateful that I got to experience that, right? So practice that gratitude. The other thing in learning how to trust in the universe is to let go of control. Let go of control. We are not entirely in control at all times. You know, I could have really gotten upset in that in that phone call as I was sitting there being lectured about all these great benefit and severance packages that I didn't even qualify for. Instead, I just let go of control. And I said, you know what? This is outside of my control and I'm trusting that this is happening for a reason. And I'm trusting that this is going to lead me into the next direction that I am supposed to go. Gratitude, let go of control. And I would say the third tip, believe in that power of the universe. There is a lot of power. I said in the beginning of this episode that there is a certain energy that we all put out and it actually travels beyond. I cannot wait for one of our upcoming guests to come onto the show and talk to you guys about this. But believe in that power of the universe. When you start living from a place where you are putting out this positive energy in this place of absolute belief and absolute trust, all of the right circumstances that you are needing to occur, that you're wanting to occur to create the life that you want, start to appear. Those opportunities start to appear. So, for example, when I did, when I was going through the process, finally of saying, okay, well, I'm definitely taking my business full time and I'm moving forward with that. But also... Be on the lookout for other opportunities. Are there contract opportunities that I could take advantage of? Are there still consulting opportunities that I could take advantage of that allow me to use my skills as a project manager, that allow me to use my skills in helping franchise owners open up restaurants and retail and gyms and whatever else for all the years that I I helped consult and project manage all of that? Yeah, that's a lot of knowledge. And so how else can I use that and trust that the universe is going to start putting those opportunities in front of me at just the right time? As long as I'm standing in that energy and that power and trusting that it could happen. Look, here's the thing. I had to be real about a lot of this. To say oh, I just lost my job. I'm going to take my business full time. And I fully expect that in a couple of weeks, my business is just going to be completely flourishing. And it's going to it's going to completely replace that six figure salary that I had at that job. That might be a bit presumptuous. You do still need to set some realistic goals. But you can still dream and still keep putting those things out there and out into the universe, because again, you're still going to attract those opportunities. As you're going through this process, sometimes I hear people say, you know, you say that I should let go of all the shoulds. Stop trying to check 
all the boxes in life that I've been told all along are the boxes that I have to check. How do I know what the right boxes are? How do I know that this is what I really should be doing? And my best piece of advice is to sit with yourself and really focus and pay attention to what your gut is telling you, not your brain, not the logic that goes, yeah, that's really cute, but at the end of the day, you need to go hustle, but rather really trusting within yourself that you have all of these incredible experiences and strengths. You know exactly what you're capable of. You know how to set those realistic goals and start becoming just aware of your presence, where you're at, what you really want, the fact that anything is possible. And as long as you're approaching things in that energy level, those opportunities are going to come around you. And know as you're trying to look within to figure out what you should be doing, going back to what I said towards the beginning of the episode and making sure that you're setting those boundaries, you have got to surround yourself with those positive influences and those people in your life who are going to be some of your biggest cheerleaders, your support system. You're going to make sure that you've got a good balance of those relationships in your life and that you're staying open to where those opportunities might take you. So fast forward, it's been just over a year now since since that time of me sitting in that doctor's office. And I have to tell you that I have zero regrets about just taking the time to learn how to really trust myself. And let me tell you, I know I shared a mistake or two, like the mistake of calling myself a breakup coach. There were several mistakes along the way. I mean, that fear of the unknown it's real. It's going to creep up. You just get to choose whether or not you're going to listen to it. I mean, I did all the things. I went and I applied for the minimum wage job and then told myself, oh, well, I'm applying for this because it's doing something that I enjoy. Maybe it'll be fun. And then the universe just kind of tapped me on the shoulder and was like, listen, so you showed up to the minimum wage job and as you sat across the interview table from the owner of that company, when she found out what you used to do, you were a project manager, she says, oh, well, my husband and I are project managers also. And then we decided to quit and start our own business. And here we are. And it was like the universe was tapping me on the shoulder saying, the only difference between you and the person sitting across from you, interviewing you for this minimum wage job, is that she chose to trust and say yes to the opportunity. She chose to trust and say yes to that wild hair idea of hers to start a, a business that we didn't have anywhere in this community. 
And that's the only difference between you and her. And I know there's a lot of skeptics out there that'll say, oh, there's a lot more to it than that. She she probably had the financial means and she probably had the connections and she had, you know, this and that and the other. Listen, all of those opportunities will show themselves if you allow them and you create the space for them to show up. So I was offered that minimum wage job just as a little bit of backstory. I was offered that minimum wage job. And initially I said, yeah, because I thought, well, this will be fun. And as I started getting into the opportunity, even though I knew I was going to have to swallow a lot of pride, let go of a whole lot of ego, it started to sound less and less like fun. I started, you know, oh, I got added to like some employee group chats and I was sent the uniform and and all these things. And I thought, none of this is in alignment with what I really want to be doing or who I am. And so it sounded like fun for a minute, but I've just established a whole new level of value and worth for myself why am I doing this? Because I'm scared of the unknown? And so I backed out. That is the last piece that I'm going to share with you today. I know I kept going on with some stories, but I'm just here to say that trying those things on and being okay to experience those mistakes along the way was a really important part to learning how to trust in myself and what the universe had to offer So if you're sitting here and you've got this side hustle and you're thinking, man, I really want to take this business full time. I'm just really struggling to see it. And I don't really know if I'm doing the right thing. I don't know if the services that I'm offering are are right or if they're enough or anything else. I ask you to take a moment of pause to reflect to start listening to those little voices and those little opportunities that are coming up. There was no coincidence that when I applied for that minimum wage job that the woman sitting across from me said, oh, I was project manager too. That's not a coincidence. She was there to tell me something. Trust that those opportunities are going to start showing up as long as you are open to seeing them and believing them and standing in the energy that you can. Thank you all for joining. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of A Whole Lot of Shift. I'm so excited for some of the guests that we have coming up because it's really going to let us explore other levels of business so that it's not just strategy, but stay tuned because I've got a couple other guests coming up that are all about the strategy, if that's what you're looking for as well. We want to make sure that this is a completely holistic approach to you getting rid of all those shoulds and supposed tos in your life. So if you liked this episode, please do me a favor. Go ahead and subscribe and like and share with a friend. And if you want to remain engaged and keep involved, please head on over to Facebook and join the whole lot of shift facebook group we would love until next time hey shifters thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of a whole lot of shift if you heard something today that inspired you or resonated with you please head over to itunes and leave us a review to help others as well 
Your review helps me give as much motivation and inspiration as I possibly can. And don't forget, you can catch all the outtakes, bonuses, special live stream interviews, and much more over at A Whole Lot of Shift Facebook group. Until next time, keep making shift happen.